Welcome back to another episode of the Casey Campbell Podcast. Casey Campbell with you, of course. We are pleased to be joined by Bob Tasca III, um, of course, who drives the Motocraft Ford Funny Car in the NHRA Camping World Drag Racing Series. Hey, Bob, how are you? Very good, Casey. How are you doing? Doing well. Um, what a, I mean, started off good at the Gator, at the Gator Nationals um, to, get, to kick off the year. Um, how do you think it went for you and your team? Yeah, well, you know, we didn't, we didn't qualify that well. And I think some of it was because we tested um, at that track and we um, made some great runs on uh, a Tuesday, Wednesday of Gainesville at Gainesville, NHRA had a test. And the night session, Friday night and Saturday night, you know, we set the car up like we did testing. And we ran, uh, I think we ran 88, uh, 388 in testing at almost 330. Uh, we made another really good run on Wednesday. And, and it, the car didn't go down the racetrack. So I think it um, surprised the crew chiefs a little bit. And then that Sunday morning run was, you know, killer conditions. And I think the track actually got a little bit better and they made the right adjustments. And what a monster run against Caps. I mean, we had an easy side of the ladder. We only had to beat Caps, uh, Hagen in the first round, Caps in the second round, paired up against Robert in the, in the semifinals. Uh, but, you know, those are those are the rounds you get to win throughout the course of the season to put your team in in the runnings for the championship when the points reset. And those races we lost last year. You know, we lost, I think, five or six races by, you know, less than uh, five foul of a second. And that run against Hagen was one ten thousandths of a second. And, you know, we came up on the on the good side and had a great run against Caps and Truthfully, Robert and I, um, you know, we both dropped the cylinder early in that semifinal run. We dropped one pretty much at the hit of the throttle. He was a little bit further out when he lost the cylinder. And I think I would have lost my house if someone said that Robert Height would run 409 and win the race and we ran 411. But, you know, that's what makes this racing so competitive is that on any given Sunday, anybody can win. But this motorcraft, uh, you know, Ford Mustang Nitro Funny Car did real well. Uh, we got a great baseline going into Las Vegas, and I just can't wait to get in there and drive it again. So, you know, so it's, uh, it's been, a, you know, you've been back for a few years. And of course, you were responsible for bringing, you know, Ford back to the NHRA. Of course, um, you've been a longtime partner with the Ford Motor Company um, over the years. What has it been like to bring, you know, such a manufacturer like, you know, like the Blue Oval and bring them back to uh, NHRA and, you know, join guys like Chevy, Dodge, and Toyota. I felt like my grandfather must have felt back in the 60s, you know, when he got Ford into drag racing. So our family has been synonymous with NHRA and Ford racing over the years. And, you know, it's great to have them back. I mean, there was a lot going on at the time that they left. And, you know, there was uh, a lot of questions of, you know, how NHRA would reposition themselves and bringing Fox in. As, as the series, um, you know, sponsor for television and watching the growth of the sport when a lot of sports have really shrunk over the last several years and continue to do so today. I mean, it was, it's just, it's awesome. And then, you know, to be able to compete at the level that we've been able to compete at since we've come back, you know, competing for the championship and, you know, really putting our team in a position to, to run for it each and every year. Uh, this year is probably our best uh, chance at it. Uh, in my whole career, as far as the, you know, the car that we have, the team that we have, and, you know, with Ford support, it's been, uh, it's been really, really good over the last year. You know, a lot of teams have downsized and laid people off, 
you know, we've kept the team together with, with Ford's funding and support. And, you know, I think you're going to see that early in this season, how we're coming out of the gate really strong uh, because we got the, the, the whole team together. And then the C NHRA announced, you know, coming out of Gainesville, you know, 2 million viewers, uh, one of the biggest shows we've ever had on Fox. I mean, that's exciting. There's a lot of energy behind the sport of drag racing and, you know, see new uh, technology like the Ford Electric Cobra Jet, uh, which I've had the pleasure to drive uh, in Indianapolis. And I'm sure I'm going to drive it again this year. It's, um, it's a great platform for companies like Ford to showcase, you know, not only at the, the top level with aerodynamics and engineering support at the nitro levels, but now to be able to bring in their electrification strategy and showcase that in straight line acceleration is probably nothing better. Well, you actually got into my next question, and it is actually something that I asked Mark Rushbrook when he from who runs all of Ford's menu, uh, Ford's racing efforts um, about the eventual electrification. What, what is it? And I always wondered how drag racing would adjust to that. What what has it been like to test out these new cars? As you know, as manufacturers are trying to get into the eventual what is changing with electrification racing. Well, I, you know, people, I think you have some purists out there in the sport of drag racing that, you know, they want to see an engine forever. And, you know, hey, listen, the engine's going to be around for a real long time. And of course, you know, they've said to me, well, gee, Bob, I thought you're a piston guy. I said, no, no, stop. I said, I'm a performance guy. Okay. And getting in an electric car and feeling that instant torque and, and having a platform like NHRA where the manufacturers can come in and, you know, really push their technology to the limits to learn, right? You know, that's, that's really, you know, where we learn a lot is out on the racetracks, whether it's, you know, NASCAR or road racing or drag racing. And we take that technolo technology back to Dearborn and use it in the cars that are on the street. So um, I love it. I think it's exciting uh, to see another, you know, um, type of racing that's coming out across all industries, not just drag racing. But I think drag racing in particular is gonna really, you know, take this and run with it because, you know, electrification is one of the most exciting parts about it is instant torque. It's that instant acceleration that you feel and there's no better platform than drag racing to really show it off. Yeah. Um, you know, really kind of, you know, kind of going into that, how important is it to, you know, with, cause you know, we've always, you know, from people that I've talked to, you know, when the NASCAR world and the IndyCar and IMSA, the, you know, the sounds of the cars, they want to, they want to be able to hear the sounds of the engine, you know, don't like that the, uh, like the NASCAR cars would go like whoosh or something like that. They want well, to that's, not, the that's not necessarily true. So um, I think it's one of the coolest sounding things you'll hear go down the racetrack. You know, Ford, when they designed it, they designed it with straight cut gears versus helio cut gears. Yeah. So you can hear the electric engine spool up. And um, it's, it's really cool. I mean, it's, it's like a, I call it a blow dryer on steroids, probably. It's a, a real whistle that um, you can hear the gears of the electric engine uh, spinning. And when that, when that electric Cobra jet goes through the pits, you know, I just find myself, you know, kind of hitting the throttle a little bit. You can hear that, that thing. It's such a unique sound. And I think fans are gonna love it. Now, I wouldn't be a proponent to make them as quiet as possible, which you know certainly you could do. But if you if you do straight cut gears in the engine, 
it's it's really a cool sound. Yeah, that, I can't I can't wait to hear it because I yeah. haven't I haven't had a chance to I mean to look at it. Uh, Bob, I know you've had some crew chiefs over the years. Of, of course, um, you've had some pretty good ones. Of course, one of them is uh, of course the late Eric Lane. What was it like working with him as you guys came? And that was I think your first crew chief as you came back to NHRA racing. Yeah, you know, I, I, it's, uh, it's hard for me to even talk about it. I mean, the guy was full of life, um, you know, such an inspiration as a young, you know, crew member working his way up the ladder to become a crew chief. You know, he helped me when I was part-time before I got my sponsorship. You know, he was my first phone call when we got the sponsorship. And, you know, he really put our team in a position to win right out of the gate. And I'm very fortunate for that. But, um, you know, brokenhearted for his family, just a tragic uh, a death. And, you know, it, um, it's, it's unimaginable. It makes you appreciate every day, I can tell you that much. So kind of talk about, you know, who's working with you this year. And Yeah, so, so we made a transition um, last year, uh, actually not last year, in 2019, mid-2019, um, had the opportunity to work with uh, Mike Neff and John Schaefer. I've always uh, wanted to work with Mike Neff. I, I didn't really know John that well at the time, um, but I always wanted to work with Mike Neff. You know, he, back when I first started racing, we, you know, he, we competed against each other when he was a driver. And then when he went full-time being a crew chief, you know, he and I had a lot of conversations. He actually worked with me a little bit when we were under the force Alliance. And, um, you know, when, when I had the chance to, to get Mike Neff and, and John Schaefer, who, you know, really is his protege and have so much respect for John. I mean, I think, you know, Mike couldn't do what he does without John and John couldn't do what he does without Mike. They just make such a great team, great chemistry between the two of them. And, and I, I just think it's a, it, it's as a driver, right. You know, I've always said you can take a great driver and put him in an average car and he's average. You can take an average driver and put him in a great car and he's great. You know, so, so if I can, deliver on on my side of the bargain as a driver uh and and they can do what i know they can do you know we have a championship quality program and it's taken me my whole career to be able to say that and, and over the last couple of years we've we've shown that with multiple win seasons you know finished five uh, fifth in the points two years in a row and and had the chance to win the championship literally going down to the last couple of races you know that's not easy to do in any form of motorsports, and I think drag racing of all of them is is probably even the most challenging because we win and lose races by thousands. And in last week uh, case, one ten thousandths of a second. It's so competitive, and you're competing against the John Forces and the and the Don Schumacher operations and the Colettas. You know these are dynasties. These are these are guys that have been doing it. You know since since the you know. 60s 70s 80s you know pick a spot where, where they all came in it's um it's really hard and you need a great team and it has to be led by great crew chiefs and uh, mike neff and john schaefer are two of the best that have ever done it in funny car uh so i'm i'm very optimistic that the best is yet to come for our program so i know that you know you've you've done the of course we uh they got the four wide nationals with the winter nationals getting pushed back um What's it going to be like going four wide again at Vegas? And we know that when you guys, when NHRA comes to Vegas, you know, it's always a big event from. Uh... Yeah, it, it, people always ask me what I think of four wide. And I just look up in the stands when the stands are full, 
Uh, I love four wide, you know, heck I'd race six wide if that's what it takes. Uh, as a purist, I kind of like mono e mono and, and um, you know, uh, you know, one, one versus one, but it, it's, it's crazy. I'll just tell you, it's crazy. I mean, doing the burnouts crazy because you hear three other people doing burnouts. Staging the car is, is crazy because, you know, who's going in first, who's going in last. There's a seven second timeout. So you don't want to be the one, you know, not going in uh, before the tree starts. So uh, it, it is crazy. I mean, just, you know, and I think that's what the fans love about it is that literally you stand in the grandstands and you feel 40,000 plus horsepower hit the throttle at the same time and go thundering down the racetrack. Uh, so it's exciting. We're probably a little rusty uh, as drivers. Uh, we haven't done it uh, since, since last year, but um, you know, we'll, we'll pick up pretty quick. We get three qualifying runs. It's an absolute awesome place to race. Everyone always asks me, What's my favorite place to race? Well, I don't have one. I probably have five top five and Vegas is definitely in the top five. So uh, I just, I'm bummed. We're not going there this weekend. We got to wait, I think another two weeks or three weeks before we get there, but uh, we'll be there before you know it. And uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what this motorcraft car can do. Yeah. I talked to Jeff Motley from, of course, the PR guy, longtime PR guy, Vegas. And, uh, you know, you know, those guys are excited to see you guys go down there. And it looks like from, um, it's, you guys are going to have a lot of, you guys are going to have some fans there as well. So that's well, I tell you, Gainesville. I was so excited. I don't know. For me, it was felt like the first time I went to a drag race. I mean, to look up there, the place was packed fans everywhere, signing autographs again. It was like, wow, you know, you know, the life is going to go back to normal. Uh, but that's why we're there. You know, last year, not not having fans in the stands or limited, very limited fans in the stands for NHRA. It um, it's not why we go out there. It's not why we race. We race to pack the house and, and you know, get the fans excited about what we do. And I really sense that coming back. And remember, at every NHRA event, every ticket is a pit pass. That's it. Every ticket's a pit pass. And it, it's fun for us. It's fun for the fans. You know, having them come back and see the guys tear the cars apart, warming up the car and the nitros pumping into the uh, into the pits and the fans are screaming. I mean, that's what puts a smile on my face. I know it's why Ford is involved in the sport. And it's just uh, it's great to be able to carry that Ford Mustang motorcraft banner uh, in the sport of drag racing. And of course, um, Tasca Parts, of course, your day job. How's that? Been Tasca, yeah, TaskaParts.com. We've been selling more parts this month than we've ever sold ever on the site uh it's got my my team i think a little nervous with the orders rolling in but it's a great time of the year we always sell a lot of parts you know uh, january february march and uh it's it's been great our business has been growing and you know certainly the fans in nhra have been a big part of that and yeah if you need a a great deal on a ford part it's only a few clicks away taskaparts.com yep um and are the have your are do you your kids getting interested in drag racing? Do you think they may do it? My, my kids are funny. I got them in junior drag racing a few year, years ago now. And um, my, I think, eight-year-old at the time, after he made a couple of good passes in his fire suit, he's all dirty, looks at me and goes, Dad, when do I get to drive your car? And, and that, that was enough to scare me to say, okay, we better slow this thing down a little bit. But, you know, my kids right now, they're, they're hockey nuts. Uh, they're in hockey and, and they play at a very high level. I got one son, uh, my oldest son is at Providence College, uh, very involved in the business. 
and, and I think it'll come with time, but they gotta, they gotta earn their way in. You know, for me, it was, you know, the business came first and that's where I started racing, you know, was more part-time and, you know, as, as our business grew and, and I, you know, built a, as we built the team around, around us to allow me to go out and race. So uh, that's when I started a race, but um, and plus I'm having too much fun driving. There ain't no way they're getting this steering wheel out of my hand anytime soon. Heck, I was with, I was with Joey Logano. Uh, we were match racing some electric cars at Z-Max. And, you know, it's really true. We were talking, you know, the older, I think like I'm probably just starting my prime in drag racing right. at my age. And, and I say that humbly because we learned three seconds at a clip. There's really no simulators that can truly simulate what we do in these race cars that just there isn't and for that and to, to some degree nascar as well uh but but i think really um you know i'm the best i've ever been behind the wheel and i think i'll get better actually uh, over the next several years just because you just get more experience and more confidence driving these things and um you know i ain't getting out of the seat anytime soon anyways and of course, the, you know, that's another great thing about NHRA, you know, the drivers that, you know, you rooted for as a kid, they're still there. And the yeah, best thing you recognize, the, the biggest thing with fans is how many faces do you recognize? And, you know, NHRA, if you look back 10 years ago, a lot of the faces that you're racing today are were the faces yeah. that you were racing back then. And that's a huge thing with fans. Yeah, so, no, absolutely. There's a great connection between us and the fans and you know, look at force. I mean, there's the guy, guy's kind of a phenomenon too, you know, he has still, you know, uh, swinging with the best of us out there. So it's, no, it's a great, it's a great sport, great competition, great camaraderie and, you know, great, uh, great fan base, just such a passionate fan base. And heck, I'm, I don't know if I've been this excited about a season in a long time. So we'll see what we can do out there as soon as we get to Vegas. All right. Bob Tasca the third. Thank you so much for coming on and talking with us and good luck in uh, next month at the Vegas four ride nationals. Hey, anytime. We're looking forward to it.